Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. Welcome, welcome everybody. Come one, come all to Pad the Stats fantasy football podcast. I'm your host, James Swanson, alongside my trusted fantasy football analyst. He's basically our data analyst for everything we do, Pat Cotter. And uh, tonight's show, Pat, we got a big one, man. We're going to talk about our quarterback rankings for 2019. This is our first rankings release for this season. I'm pretty pumped about this one. How about you? I'm really excited. I've been working on my ranks for a little while. Um, trying to been trying to get you into doing the the ranks a little bit more. Um, finally, we're getting these down on paper. You know, kind of doing our combined ranks, and I'm pretty excited. We got some pretty big differences, honestly, compared to our ranks. Yeah, yeah. So um, the way we're going to do this is we are going to go through our top 12 quarterbacks for 2019. This is six point per passing touchdown. Um, I have some projections that I'm going to go through. I average them out based on 25 points um, or 25 yards per point. Six point per passing mm-hmm. touchdown is the way I did it. Um, so I'll go through some of my projections. But the way we, we're going to structure this is we went ahead and averaged our uh, rankings together. Um, so we're going to talk about how those uh, players averaged out. And then we'll talk about, okay, you know, I had this quarterback a little bit higher. Pat had this quarterback a little bit lower. So we'll we'll get into it a little bit deeper, but that's kind of how we're going to go through this things, Pat. So let's get right into it. No time to waste. And at number 12, we have a tie, actually, at number 12. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And this kind of speaks to the quarterback just in general. You know, it's just kind of who you like. So we kind of got differing opinions on who's there. So go ahead. Yeah, we have Jared Goff and Cam Newton both at at, the average came out to 12 and a half. So these guys are right there at number 12 for us, Um, which it's funny because I actually, and I'll talk about the player that I currently have in that spot in a minute, Um, but my guy isn't even there. No, and my uh, my number twelve isn't even in there either. Right. So yeah, it's so. it's it's kind of funny how that worked out. But but we both think you know Goff and and Cam are both probably going to be right uh, in that reach. I would say this: Cam Newton. We just talked about this off the air before we uh, off the air. Like this is live before we started recording this podcast. Was that Cam Newton's upside if yeah. he's healthy? is certainly a top five quarterback. Yeah. But we, we haven't seen Cam be healthy in a while. He's a 30-year-old quarterback who has a lot of mileage on his legs, probably plays more like a 36- or 37-year-old quarterback at this point in his career. So what can we expect from Cam Newton this year, Pat? Briefly, uh, we'll talk about Goff and Cam. Let's keep this quick. But yep. what can we expect from Cam Newton this year? Can he stay healthy? And, and what is the landscape of that Carolina offense going to look like? You know, I wouldn't bet on him staying healthy. He's got, already got a bum shoulder. He's working back from a shoulder injury this year. He's already wasn't the greatest passer in the world, but man, he gives you when he is healthy, he gives you those top, you know, top five numbers. Like he's gonna he's gonna have games where he just goes out and wins you a week. He does that. He does that every season. Um, but he again, he gives you that scary downside of he could get injured or or just have those really bad weeks where he just doesn't produce. So. Um, I think Cam, when he's healthy, he's going to give you better numbers than he does bad, like uh, better days than he does bad. But that's the thing. You're going to lose him at some point, most likely. Right. Now, my philosophy is go out there and get a guy who can give you those top five weeks, and you can always replace him. I mean, you can always stream. That's the thing about quarterback in a one-quarterback league. They're always out there, so might as well go for that upside. 
Yeah, and, you know, just kind of looking at some of the passing numbers, we know what Cam can do on the ground. Last year, um, you know, wasn't a wasn't near the top of what we've seen from Cam in terms of rushing yards. You know, he's had a few seasons over 700 yards rushing. Um, he's given you a couple of years where he's 8, 9, 10-plus touchdowns on the ground. Um, we only saw four rushing touchdowns last year, under 500 yards rushing in 14 games. Um but he's probably going to be a guy, again, who's in that 22, I'd say, to 26 range in terms of passing touchdowns. I think that's pretty safe. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, the upside's always going to be there with Cam. Agreed with you there when it comes to his running ability. But at some point, this is a guy who's always injured and he's going to start breaking down. And it's just a matter of can he play 16 games? I wouldn't bet on it. No. So yeah. let's talk about Jared Goff now. This The Rams' offense you know, really looks like it can be whatever it wants to be at times when it's high flying, when they're doing what they want, when cooks, when all we have, they have all three of those guys on the field at the same time, all three of their receivers, Woods, Cooks, and, and your boy, um, cup. cup, Cooper cup. Thanks. They, they look, you know, they're, they're good. I yeah, mean, they are, they're, they're very good and, and he can spread the ball to all three of those guys. Todd Gurley, it's going to be up in the air. What if he's going to be on the field this year? Um, you know, I think that uh, – sorry, Chase was walking under my, my legs there and almost mad. almost knocked the uh, the podcast set off the – this USB cord's really touchy, so I want to make sure we, were, we didn't lose any audio there. Um, what I was saying was Todd Gurley being out of the lineup I think changes a lot of things. Yeah. It scares me about Gar- Jared Goff's upside a little bit, to be honest with you. And Daryl Henderson, you know, first year, I mean – he who runs know- through holes well. Well, yeah, but who knows what this running game is yeah. going to look like if Todd Gurley is on the shelf for an extended period of time or, or what his situation is really. So, Pat, what is your take on Jared Goff? I know we, we're, you know, on our average rankings here, we have him at 12. I have him a little bit lower. I think I have him at 14 currently. Um, what's your take on Jared Goff this year? Yeah, I mean, actually, you make very good points there, and that makes me kind of reconsider where I have him. The only problem is just the guys after him, it's just, it becomes a big crapshoot, you know? Like, this is kind of where my tier, right? Actually, the next guy is where my tier breaks, where I kind of think it's the the kind of the lower, the whoever, pick your poison type of quarterbacks. But Goff, you make good points, you know? If if he works really well in that well-humming, I we can do whatever, so good luck taking it away from us, offense. Yep. Now, we saw last year when Gurley went down, that offense was kind of hamstrung because they were forced to do one thing, and they couldn't kind of mask that in the uh, in uh, in their whole offensive scheme. When they were right. forced to kind of do one thing, they didn't work. Goff kind of breaks down a little bit, doesn't have those easy reads. So I think, you know, if Gurley's out, that really would uh, hamper Goff's abilities. So I think that, that's one big thing to think about as you go into the draft season. Where is Gurley if whenever you're thinking about golf. It's crucial to the Rams offense, what they want to do, what Sean McVay wants to do with that offense. Todd Gurley is a big part of it, and it showed up in the Super Bowl. When we're t- just talking about the eye test, right, uh, of it, they look what so does this bad. offense look like, not even fantasy-wise, uh, but certainly those two go hand-in-hand. Hand. It looks like a completely different offense. Okay, let's jump to our number 11 quarterback, I guess, here. So we have... Ben Roethlisberger is the averaged, uh, our, you know, our quarterback here at number 11. Quarterback 11, yeah. Um, now, it's funny because... 
So I have him. I have him a couple spots higher here. Yeah. I actually have Ben at number nine. Um, I'll talk about his projections in a second. You have Ben a little bit lower. You have him all yeah. the way down at fifteen. Yeah, it's fifteen. Like I was the one who boosted uh, Goff and Cam up, and you're boosting um, Ben and the guy who we'll talk about next up the board. Um, is this is let me ask you this 675 pass attempts last year we just talked about this you think this that number is going to go down significantly i do is is that the biggest reason that you think that there's going to be a drop off from ben all the way from quarterback two to quarterback 15 or is it more because of antonio brown's uh, absence you know, i think it's offense? a multitude of things i think one it's because ben you know i, I he kind of threw more than threw the ball more than he ever had before I think that is not going to happen with A.B. out there. And if you're also going to lose some of that productivity with A.B. out, he's a very electric player. He makes offense out of nothing. He's a guy who can just get open when he wants to all the time, basically. And he'll create a lot of big plays. I think Juju's a great wide receiver, but, you know, I I think, one, they're going to uh, throw the ball less this upcoming year, and they're not going to be quite as efficient with those passing attempts. I think they're going to look to run the ball a lot more this year and I honestly think that the uh, the defense could take a step forward too. So I think Ben's going to come down quite a bit in his uh, in his overall. I and and not to mention that he's kind of an up and down guy to begin with. So that mm-hmm. makes me scared. Whether you know when is it a Ben week? When is it that that week where he's not going to give you any points? Right. And we've seen this. The the home away splits have been a concern for Ben Roethlisberger in the past. Of what he does on the road away from Heinz Field has not been the best uh, and it's it's skewed his fantasy production quite a bit he'll give you that five touchdown passing game at Heinz Field at a 405 kickoff against a AFC South team every once in a while like he yep. always does um but but yeah the, yeah I, I get you there the up and down is certainly a concern and it's why Ben's never been a consistent top five quarterback I have him at number nine look I have him at uh, just under 4500 passing yards 31 total touchdowns um 373 points. The, the the thing that came down for me a little bit this year was the yards per attempt. Uh, it's 7.3 yards per attempt. That's a few ticks lower than what he's been consistent, consistently. Yep. And I attribute that to the absence of Antonio Brown. Yeah. Uh, the downfield. I don't think that my, my point here is I don't think that Juju is going to step in and be that guy that Antonio Brown was. I don't think anybody could be. No, nobody can be, right. So what my point is, yes, I think Juju has the ability again this season to be a 100-catch guy, which I think he probably will be Yeah. when it's all said and done. But in terms of stretching the field, unless unless James Washington, a guy like that, steps up and is a serious down-the-field threat, a guy like Mike Wallace was back in you know 2010, those years, or even the couple flashes that Sammy Coates gave you, like if, if if James Washington can be a guy that that does that, then I could see the yards per attempt go up, and that's where we talk about Ben Roethlisberger maybe thrusting himself up into that forty-eight, forty-nine hundred yard range, and again he's going to be potentially a yeah. top six quarterback. Yeah. But I think those yards come down a little bit. I think the touchdowns stay about where he usually is, right in that thirty range, and I think Ben's. I have at QB nine and I'm pretty comfortable with him in that spot. So let's talk about our QB, our QB 10, QB 10. And, um, bear with me here. I'm just, uh, shuffling back and forth between screens. Um, QB 10, we have Kirk cousins and 
Pat, I'll let you talk first again here, but this is exactly where I have Kirk Cousins. I have him at 10. Yeah, I, um, I've got him a little bit lower. I got him down to 13. Um, honestly, I've been moving him up my boards a little bit after talking to you. I think that he has good a chance to throw the ball a lot more this year. Um, I mean, he's kind of a wild card. He likes to throw the ball a lot, but I feel like he's a little inefficient with his, with his uh, attempts. He's a guy who has, I think, consistently thrown the ball a good amount in, throughout his career but just hasn't quite hit those lofty ceilings we'd expect him to. Uh, he's got a very good wide receiver. He's got, you know, with Thielen Diggs, uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph coming back to be that security blanket. Um, but then there's also Dalvin Cook there. And if Dalvin Cook can stay healthy, he could really eat up a lot of that workload. I mean, as a pass catcher, but also as a runner, he's that kind of Melvin Gordon type that could do both, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I have kind of Kirk Cousins slotted right around where he's been really for the most part. Um, you know, looking at some of the projections for 2019, I have, you know, 590 attempts. Um, he's been right in that he's had a couple years of over 600 pass attempts. Um, back in 2016, he had a career high of 40, over 4,900 passing yards, but, but this is a guy who really hasn't been, he's actually been really consistent three of the past four seasons. He's been right around that 4,200 yards, uh, 4,200 yard passing mark, um, between 25 and 30 touchdowns in those last, in the last four seasons. So I think that's what you can kind of count on with him. Um, I'm always concerned about cousins and, and looking at the numbers and when you put on the tape, <clears throat> I think this is a guy, excuse me, that he does. He never excites me when he's in the red zone. Like he, it just feels like a guy that is never going to throw 40 touchdowns. No. Yeah. Like they just, they, I feel like he finds ways to stall. He does. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a above average quarterback. You know, he's, that's why yeah. he's kind of that just guy that, that guy that just has been moving around the league. Yeah. I guess he went, only went to Minnesota, but it just never felt like he's been that taking that next step. Yeah. I would agree. So I, I have him, a little over 4,400 passing yards, 30 touchdowns total, um, 28 passing. He usually rushes for a few. Mm -hmm. He's had, you know, years of four, four, yeah. five ru t rushing touchdowns. So he's going to run for a couple touchdowns too with his legs. He's a pretty athletic guy, pretty mobile. Um, I have him at 370 fantasy points. I have a number slotted at number 10. Do you think there's any chance that he takes a Matt Ryan like jump? You know, Matt Ryan was always that guy that was like, you know what, he's he's good, he's solid, but he just never is doing what you want him to. Yeah. Is there any chance that Kirk Cousins has that year, that MVP caliber year, where he just all of a sudden balls out, shows what people thought he could do? I I think so. I you know I just have a, a hard time envisioning the yards being there. It's just yeah. it's it's a matter of the numbers when yeah. it comes down to it. You know, I think Kirk Cousins is a guy that's going to consistently come in a three, four, 500 yards, you know, fewer than what Matt Ryan is at. And I think the volume now, the one thing is if Kirk Cousins comes out this year and throws say 35 touchdowns, all of a sudden you're talking about another, you know, 40 to 50 fantasy points on top of that. And that's where he makes his jump. Yep. So I don't think it's necessarily going to be in terms of, you know, he had that one outlier year in Washington where he threw for 4,900 yards. But I think where Kirk Cousins makes that leap is in the touchdown department. And that's for a lot of guys. When you get six points per passing, and when we're talking six points per passing touchdown, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> excuse me, when you, you know, even rack up that touchdown total by three or four, that's a big difference. That's your that's no the difference between being QB seven and QB four. 
you know, at times. So uh, again, I'm comfortable with him at 10, but yes, he is one guy who I think has upside to maybe do a little bit more as well. Let's talk about our number nine quarterback, Pat. And at number nine, we have... This one is going to surprise this you This one is going to surprise us because while I have him, I have him lower. You're the one bringing him down. Here. I'm the one bringing him down. And he's the guy who everybody... If you want the... I would say he's kind of the Chris Godwin of quarterbacks this year, he's the if it you will. He's the it guy. He's the, he's the it guy. guy and drooling over. I mean, there's a lot of wide receivers people are drooling over. Honestly, there's, yeah. I mean, there's like a, that trio. I, I would I would classify this be the Chris Godwin of quarterbacks okay. right now. Uh, Baker Mayfield for you at least. What What do you mean? You're, you you don't like Chris Godwin quite as much either. No 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 no. I, that's not what I'm. I'm not talking about my personal opinion. I'm okay. talking about okay. a guy who. All of a sudden, everybody is just starry-eyed over. They think he's going to break out and be a... Like a DJ Moore. A top guy. Well, DJ Moore is going to be that. He's well, going to be a top no, 12 receiver this he, year. I don't think he, he... He's kind of just like Chris Godwin. Or Mike Williams. Well, I don't... All right. Well, this is a topic for another time. But anyway, let's talk about Baker Mayfield. Um, I haven't put together... This is one guy I haven't put together my full projections for. I have projections for 10 guys. Um, Baker Mayfield's not one of them because I have him at number 11. 11. He's outside my top 10. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll speak on this briefly and I don't want to get too deep into it until I talk about my projections and my, and do a little bit more digging on what he did last year. Now, everybody wants to talk about the addition of Odell Beckham and all these other weapons that they have now. And look, I think it's great. I, I just need him to prove it for me. That's why I can't put him. There's a number of guys here who I think are going to perform at top 10 levels. Um, I'm not saying that Baker Mayfield won't end up in the top 10. I'm not saying that he won't end up in the top five or six like some people think he will do eventually uh, this year, I should say. Um, but I want to see it first. And I honestly, I mean, I know he was a rookie last season. And I do expect him to take a jump forward in his second year. But I... I'll be honest with you. I just think that I, I just got to see it first, man. I just, no. I just got to see it first. I understand that. I, I, I can't do it yet. I can't put him there yet. I don't know if he's any good yet. I don't. Yeah, I mean, you know that that's the thing. I, I looked, you know, you look back at his stats last year, and they weren't honestly that impressive. People are giving him a lot more credit than he deserves. I think. Now. The one thing that you get with him is that Carson kinda, Wentz numbers as a rookie weren't very impressive at all either. No, no. So and that's the if thing. we're talking you have on that the other kind side of era of it, mystery, but. you have him. You know, are they going to give him more responsibility in his second year? He's getting the arguably the best wide receiver in the league in Odell Beckham Jr. on his team now with uh, and his you know his weapons are insanity. The thing is, is how much are they going to use Nick Chubb? And I honestly think that they're going to use him a good amount i think he's going to be one of the focal points if not the focal point of this offense um i like his talent that much now baker you know again you still have odo beckham jr so you're gonna have to throw the ball a good amount they still got jarvis landry they've got weapons there um i honestly think he could have a top three season that's why i have him ranked up at six is because when you're talking when, when you're past that elite tier of quarterbacks I'm just going to draft based on on upside because if you suck, I can always get rid of you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is kind of that tier where it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. But everybody above him that I could think that you'd put above him would kind of have a good amount of downside or, or regression candidates for me. So that's why I have him at, up at six. Yeah. 
I'll talk about this in a little bit. There are six guys that I would bet if they if they're healthy, there's six guys who he won't beat. He he can't beat actually. He can't. He won't beat them. Okay. And I'll talk about them in a second. But there's six guys a that Baker's the Baker's half dozen. Yeah, he cannot jump these guys. There's six players that Baker cannot absolutely not jump this year if they're healthy. That's the key. Um, a little bit read between the lines there because there's a couple guys who uh, they sometimes don't stay very healthy. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about now where are we at here. Number are we jumping up to eight? Yep, we got it eight. All right, we're talking about our eighth quarterback, and that's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. We've actually got him right. We've got him at what seven and eight on our list. Yes, so I have him at equal. seven. You have him at eight. One um, of the first guys we actually agree on. Yeah, look, I'm I'm excited this season because all of a sudden they, you know, now they're they're he's coming off a good year. Uh, they get rid of Steve Sarkeesian. Um, they're actually bringing back Dirk Cutter, who Matt Ryan played with, uh, played under between 2012 and 2014, which were three of maybe his best seasons as a Falcon, um, in terms of, you know, what he did from a passing standpoint. So I don't think that can be overlooked now that Dirk Cutter is back in the fold with the Falcons. Um, look, I've always been a guy who I, I haven't been a huge fan of Matt Ryan just based on the eye test, but the numbers don't lie. This guy won an MVP in 2016. He put up numbers last year that were almost equally as impressive as his 2016 season. Um, second most passing yards and second most TDs in his in, ele- in his 11 seasons last year. Um, almost threw for 5,000 yards, 35 passing touchdowns, only seven interceptions. Again, only his 2016 year was better, and it wasn't by very much. Um, yards per attempt were the second most of his career. Um, he had 9.3 in 2016, but last year was second most. You know, the, the one thing that did skew his numbers just a little bit, I'll throw this in there. He had a, he had three rushing touchdowns last year. Get this. In the previous, he, he previously hadn't had a rushing touchdown since 2012. Dang. And he had three last year. So he hadn't he hadn't found the end zone with his legs in a, in six years. So that bumps bumps him down a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's eighteen points that he got that he, you shouldn't count on this year. Like he's probably not going to get it. I mean, honestly, he, towards I mean he was number quarterback two. What you're right, quarterback two. I can't. I don't have it in front Something of me. Something like but that. He was. He was. Oh, quarterback three. Because ben he was, right was two. Ben. Yeah. Uh, look, he had just five total rushing touchdowns in in ten seasons. I know this isn't the conversation. Like. Matt Ryan's not a running quarterback, that was but like the a point bonus, is bonus points. Yeah, you got 18 more points out of Matt Ryan that you're then you're going to get this year. Um, but I, yeah, again, I can't harp on it enough. The Dirk Cutter thing back to Atlanta. Uh, those seasons, 2012 to 14, were big years. Now I know you're getting an older Julio Jones who's 31 now, but I still think he's a dominant receiver. Calvin Ridley in year two, I think he's going to take a pretty big jump forward. Um, I believe they still have Mohamed Sanu. In the fold yep, there. That they do. Um, you know, they have a lot of pieces. Devontae Freeman's going to be just fine this year, I think. Um, they The biggest thing, too, here, outside of, of Dirk Cutter coming back to Atlanta, two first-round picks this year for the Falcons, both used on their offensive line. Matt Ryan got hit more than any other quarterback last year in the league. So they they drafted a tackle, and they drafted a guard, and they signed two veteran guards. 
So I think that's going to be big for Matt Ryan and and just the the protection, uh, the kind of protection he's getting when he drops back. So I have him at seven, Pat. Um, I think he's a guy who. That's let's put it this way. That's one of my six guys that Baker will not jump this year. Uh, I would disagree. Baker uh, Matt Ryan is one of those guys that I think that he will jump this year, and for the reason that Matt Ryan is going to have a lot better of a defense this year. That defense was absolutely shredded last year. They lost pretty much everybody. They brought in a, a second crew to play defense. They lost all those guys, so they brought in a third, and those guys were pretty banged up. So this, I think this defense is going to be a lot better. They have some studs on their getting back, like Keanu Neal, Deion Jones, that hopefully will play all year. Um, the, I think Matt Ryan will, uh, will you know, have lower numbers because of. Uh, he won't have to throw for quite as many yards. Not to mention that Devonta Freeman will actually should be healthy this year. While that might get him a little bit of extra, you know, efficiency in the in the impossibly passing game or more attempts. Uh, well, I think he's actually caused less attempts because he's gonna. I think Devonta Freeman is gonna take more of a demand more of a rushing workload. Now, I agree. Dirk Cutter has been good years for him. I just don't think he's gonna reach those lofty heights that. Uh, were his top seasons, those top two, top three seasons, and I think Baker could get there, and that's why I have Baker above Matt Ryan. Couple, Just a couple quick stats from the Dirt Cutter years. Okay, last year, with the bad defense, Matt Ryan threw 608 times. Between 2012 and 2014, three, most, three years with the most passing attempts, all three Dirt Cutter years, 615 attempts, 651 attempts, 628 attempts. So... Dirt Cutter is a pass-happy offensive coordinator. How do you do in uh, in Tampa Bay? I, those those well, to me seemed like pass-happy teams. Those as well. seemed like I'd have to look at Jameis's numbers but that's a little a good bit thing more. To look but, into, but but yes, I would think that I, would back it up. Yes, yes. So I I'm hoping that 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 you know 2014 crazy to think feels like a long time ago now. Uh, you know, it's five years, which is a long time in the NFL. I yeah. I, I feel like so. You know, who knows if if there's going to be the same philosophy in place, but I would bet on that they're still going to air it out quite a bit. Even if that defense is improved, even with maybe some less opportunities, I still think they're going to throw quite a, quite a bit. All right, we've talked a lot about Matt Ryan, so let's move on to our number seven quarterback. Let's do a quick recap, actually, uh, of where we are at so far. So, we again, we are going through our top 12 quarterbacks. Um, Pat and I were a little bit different on some, so you know, obviously. So we are, you know, averaging them together and going 12 to one. So at number 12, let me get back to my spreadsheet here. We had a tie between Jared Goff and Cam Newton at number 11, Ben Roethlisberger, 10, Kirk Cousins, nine, Baker Mayfield, eight, Matt Ryan. And now we are in our number seven quarterback. And that is Carson Wentz, Pat. So I'll let you take this one off first, since I just talked about Matt Ryan first, give us, give me your little tidbit on, uh, Carson Wentz 2019 season. Yeah, Carson Wentz, I think, you know, he's another guy who's kind of been, I've been trying to figure out what group of quarterbacks I think he belongs to. Does he belong to the Drew Brees, Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan tier, or does he belong to the rest? That's where I'm kind of going back and forth between, and I've moved him between those tiers multiple times in the past two days if we've talked about him. He's a guy I think you know. I think he's can be very talented, and I was very high on him when he was coming out. Um, 
but you know, he's shown flashes of brilliance and he's shown kind of times when he just doesn't quite hold it together. Not to mention that he's has that injury risk. You know, I, I think that he's a guy who you could easily see go down again. He's done it multiple times. You know, that's why Nick Foles is who he is. The legend he is is because Carson Wentz has gone down. And that scares me a little bit. I, I you know, I still don't see an a, a elite option in that offense outside of Ertz. Now, that doesn't say that he hasn't done it without that before because he's really never had that. Deshaun Watson coming back can be very good for him. Um, they're not going to run the ball that much. They just don't. They're, they're going to split it up between the guys, and I th- still think it's going to be a passing offense. Um, so, you know, he's got a lot of upside, but, you know, he just kind of has a little bit of scary downside. And do I think he can make that leap up into the elite tier? That's what I'm battling between. Well, if a guy – what about a guy like – Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan doesn't have any elite options outside of Julio Jones, and he was an MVP in 2016 and was number three quarterback in fantasy last year. So you're saying that uh, Matt Ryan doesn't have any elite options outside the top three wide receiver in the league? Yeah, but but that's one player. Yeah, and Matt and Carson Wentz doesn't have anybody like that. No, but he's got a tight end to uh, his leaps and bounds above any Falcons tight end that we've ever seen yeah but i'd much much rather have julio than and than zach Ertz. okay well i guess my point here is well here's the here's the bottom line is i'll be honest with you i am you're bananas over i there. am very high on carson wentz and i'll tell you exactly why i'm very high on carson wentz i have wentz at my number five quarterback this year i have him ahead of russell wilson i have him ahead of matt matt ryan obviously um ahead of Drew Brees and just kind of looking at at what he did you know Pat you talk a little bit about even when he has been healthy he really hasn't shown it I disagree I think Carson Wentz has shown it the it factor to be uh not just a great quarterback in the NFL but a great fantasy option as well if we take a look back at his numbers uh you know prior to some of his injuries if we take a look back, you know, outside of his rookie season where he had just 16 touchdowns and 14 interceptions, you know, a learning curve year, obviously. Um, 2017, I mean, the efficiency was through the roof. He's a guy who was, you know, on pace for 36, 37 touchdown passes, just seven interceptions that year. Uh, probably would have finished right around 37, 36, and nine when it was all said and done. Um, even last year, in just 11 games, 21 touchdowns to seven interceptions, I think he would have been, uh, you know, right up around that 30 mark again. Um, you know, this is a guy who, look, he completed almost 70% of his passes last year. I I am expecting big things from Carson Wentz this year. I think he's a guy who's going to throw. I am at 37 total touchdowns, 35 passing and two rushing. I do think that they're going to be a little bit more cautious with him using his legs due to what he's had to go through in terms of injuries um but i have him still at 140 rushing yards on the season i think he's gonna give you you know 10 to 15 uh more points on the ground which look i know isn't a lot but it's it's more than a guy like drew Brees, which is a guy that i have him above slightly so um look i i have carson wentz at you know 570 attempts 66 percent completion percentage eight yards per attempt because i do think the addition of deshaun jackson is going to help him a little bit in that regard jj arcega whiteside their second round pick is going to be a threat in the red zone uh, a healthy alshon jeffrey which i hope is the case uh which we don't see a lot but 
yes, I, I, I hope that Alshon Jeffrey can remain on the field for a majority of the season. You know, he has just been a, a really big target outside of, of Ertz for uh, Wentz so far. So, And then the two-headed monster at tight end. So I think that this offense has plenty of weapons. I think that Wentz is going to shine this year. He's going to play full 16 games, believe it or not. 37 touchdowns is what I have him at, 418 fantasy points, and he's my QB number five, Carson Wentz. So let's talk now about our number, let's see here, where are we at, Pat? We're at number six. We're at number six, and that's Russell Wilson. So okay. Russell Wilson, the, the, the rushing totals went down a little bit last year. Um just kind of looking at at some of the numbers from Wilson. You know, he did have the most touchdowns through the air, 35 and his fewest interceptions of his seven-year career in 2018. This is a team that threw the, the least amount of times in the NFL. Um, they relied heavily on the running game. Chris Carson, over 260 attempts. Um, Rashad Penny, not quite 100 attempts, but I think he's going to get well over that this year. I think that's going to be a little bit more of a two-headed monster than it was last season. Um, you know, fewest attempts of Wilson's career at 427 and fewest completions at 280 since 2013, back when the Legion of Boom was a thing and they were really running the ball. Uh, so this, this was kind of a, you know, go back to the old days for the Seattle Seahawks offense and Russell Wilson not throwing the ball quite as much. But again, the efficiency was through the roof. Second highest touchdown pass rate, 8.2%, and league high 38.1% red zone conversion rate. So this was a team and an offense with Russell Wilson at the helm that was extremely efficient. That four-year, $140 million extension in the offseason, we'll see if they kind of, you know, pull the reins back on him running the ball a little bit just to secure their, you know, their franchise quarterback. I don't know if they will because that is such a big part of Wilson's game that I think he's still going to need to tuck it and run a good bit for them to be effective and them to be at their very best. Um Again, I mentioned that they, the Seahawks threw fewer than any other team in the league in 2018. Expect them to be run heavy again this year. And look, last year it was the first season that he had not recorded a rushing touchdown as well. 16 combined rushing touchdowns in his first six seasons. So yeah. I think that Russell Wilson finds the end zone of his legs a couple times this year, which is, Matt again. Ryan stole him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, 20, 15, 20 more points on the board for Wilson on the ground i would expect um the doug baldwin loss is big 73 targets in 2018 but that was his worst season we're talking about a guy who the previous three years was like an iron man yeah yep. and was no doubt his number one favorite target yeah i think tyler lock can step into that role though i do too i do too let me finish really quick you know they added dk metcalf in the second round and gary jennings in the fourth round so they added a couple options there um Look, I I think this is a good year for Wilson. I have him. I have him up. I have him at six. This is right where I have him. Um, three hundred ninety-three fantasy points. I have thirty touchdowns through the air, plus three rushing touchdowns. Four hundred twenty yards on the ground, which is a little bit below his, you know, what he's done in the past. But I think that's probably about where he ends up. Um, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, I got him at seven. I I mean, I see the the kind of poor season coming again. But, I, you know, he's a quarterback that's going to get you a decent season as is. I, He could become a value at, t at some point this year. Maybe be, I'll be a guy who maybe decides to take him. 
depending on how much hate he gets. But I just see that offense going in a new way, kind of staying, well, I guess staying the same way it was, running the ball a lot, being very, you know, run focused, kind of keep the ball out of Russ's hands. He's not thrown quite as much. I think that continues. Um, so that makes that, that hurts Russ, you know, obviously. And I, it makes me hard pressed to move him up my board. I've got him right behind uh, Baker Mayfield, actually. And I don't see him moving up any, any at all. If anything, I could see him falling, but I have hard time. I have actually have a hard time moving him down as well. So he'll probably stick right there around that middle of the next tier guys. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who's always been around, you know, 63 to 65% completion percentage. I think he probably sticks in that range. I yeah. don't think, he, you know, the, the biggest thing with him is the pass attempts. Are they going to be that low again? Um, you know, if he, if, if, you know, for some reason the touchdown conversion isn't there, like if, if he has a year like he did last year, but say he only throws 28 touchdowns, uh, it's going to hurt. Well, you're not, you're talking about a guy who's probably not even in the top 12, um, or is right on the fringe of it. So I mean, think about how many times in the past couple of years, people have been like, there's been those times like, don't cut Russell Wilson. He's going to come back. He always does this early season shenanigans where he doesn't do well. And then he balls out towards the end of the year. Yeah. I always feel like there's that talk, like just, you know, that, that air over Russell you Wilson. Stick early. With it. Yeah, yeah. Like just stick with it. And I don't want to be in that, especially for a guy you're going to have to draft decently early when you're like looking to get your flex guys. Yeah. Okay. So our last three, Matt Ryan at eight, Carson Wentz at seven, Russell Wilson at six. And now Pat, we are into our top five and at number five, mm-hmm. the guy who always seems to be kind of in that range who... A guy I think we are higher on than most people. Yeah. I think and, it's a little and, bit of me, too. And this too. is based on on volume and kind of what this team has evolved into. A little bit like the Seahawks went back to a running style last year. This is a team that, that ran the ball at a 48%, 47% clip last season. Yep. And that's the New Orleans Saints, and that's Drew Brees. So talk to me about Drew Brees. The guy's elite. You know, you can't take that away from him. He's one of the best quarterbacks that this league has ever seen. Um, and I have a hard time betting against a guy like that, especially in an offense that does like to throw the ball that will still let him, um, kind of unleash at times. Now they aren't nearly, nearly, nearly as pass heavy as they used to be. They're almost, you know, they're really a running team now, but with the loss of Mark Ingram, I don't think they sufficiently replaced him. They did bring in Latavius um, Murray, Latavius Murray, but. I don't think Latavius is anything like Mark Ingram. No, but I think he can run the ball. I think they'll give I mean, him a lot of carries. I don't think they're going to give him a lot of carries. I think they'll give him a good amount. I don't think it's going to be anything near like what Mark Ingram got. I mean, I think he's a guy who can probably carry the ball 150 times. I don't think that they're, that Latavius Murray offers you what you can get in the passing game, which almost sounds like you'd say that he, they would run the ball more, but I just don't think he's going to be on quite, on the field quite as much. Because they can't just do multiple things with Latavius Murray. If he's yeah. in there, he's either blocking or he's running. He's not going to be getting catch, catching the ball out of the backfield that well. I think that limits the amount of snaps he's going to have. Yeah. Which to That's me point, says I mean. that maybe they'll spread the ball out a little bit more. Traquan Smith is coming into his own. I think he's going to take another step up this year. They got Jared Cook, who should help them move uh, throw the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, he's a perennial. Is he going to bust or not? <laughs> yeah. Which usually busts, but finally... Right paid dividends last year but you know i think in, in this new orleans offense it could just say all right we're gonna throw the ball a little bit more and if drew Brees, if he gets a little bit more um volume you saw what he could do last year 
At the start of the year, he was, he was a top three quarterback. And then he took that, what everybody else thought he was going to do, and fell off the face of the earth yeah. in the, towards the end of the year. So Kind of leveled out. Yeah. Um, so I could see him being a value. I could see him being decent. I don't see him being terrible. Yeah. I You know, I have him lower. You have him actually higher than five, I right? A, you have a, I have a five. You do have him at five? I have, I have an five. eight. Yeah. I have an eight. So, um, look, fewest passes last year as a Saint, 489. That's low. That's low for a guy who we regard as one of the best peer passers in the history of the game. Uh, fewest since 2009, 514 as a Charger in 2009. He broke his own record for completion percentage, 74.4%, which is crazy. Um, I actually saw today that four of the five completion percentage records he holds. So it's not like you can say he's going to come down like that. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be somewhere between 72 and 74%. So if you want to just calculate the numbers at whatever you think number of you know passes he's going to attempt and complete, um, you can pretty much bet that he's going yeah. to be in that range. Um, finished 10th amongst QBs and fantasy points per game. So if you, you want to talk about scary, like, 23.6 points per game. Again. Is that going to improve much? Um, I think that's a reason that something that you can look at and say, hey, this is a guy who realistically could be a double digit quarterback this year. Um, I have him at eight. You know, I, I, I don't think he's going to fall into the double digits, but he could also realistically be a top two quarterback. He could. He could. Yeah. Um, like he was last year. And he could also be double digits like he was last yeah, year. Yeah, I, I think he's going to end up falling somewhere between five and eight because I don't think this t- comes back to a team that... I, I don't think this returns to the point of Drew Brees throwing 650 times. No, I, I don't either. Um, look, that's, it, that's why he's not in my top tier. Right. Last year was his first time as a Saint throwing under 4,000 yards. Um, now, he did only throw five picks. So the efficiency... He just he had a great year. He had a great, great season. As um, he does. One thing that I thought was interesting, just six passes of over 40 yards downfield. He'd never been under yeah. double digits in terms of... They were kind of a dink-dunk offense. You know, Michael Thomas yeah. is, is that guy that just kind of goes across the middle and catches everything, you know. Yep. So I, it's just not what they did. I Look, I think the pass attempts come up this year. I have them at 530. Uh, so it's about a 40, 40, you know, attempt jump from what he was at last year. 71% completion percentage, almost eight yards per attempt. I have him just under 4,200 yards passing, 34 touchdown passes and two rushing touchdowns. So I'm at 36 total touchdowns, 386 points. Now this is where the log jam comes in for me. Now I have not getting up into my top, sorry, uh, let me find it here. Yeah, the top four guys like it's not a, getting a, into my top four. Correct, no. my top really actually six, seven, eight, and six, seven, eight, nine. Really, six, seven, and eight. Where I have Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Those guys are all separated by ten to fifteen fantasy points. So this yeah. is a situation where I could easily see, yeah. you know. Drew Brees being ahead of those two guys. I have him at eight, just slightly behind. Again, the rushing yards for me bump Wilson ahead of Drew Brees. Um, Matt Ryan, I just think that that yards-wise and touchdowns, well, at least yards-wise, I think he's going to trump uh, Brees. Yeah, I can see that. By three, four, five hundred yards. Yeah, so. I mean, they're not both, they're neither of them running. Now, the thing is, is so 
I, I agree. Uh, they're right there in the in a tier, and I think I think pretty much the same of all those guys. I think Drew Brees has a, and and uh, Baker Mayfield have a little bit higher upside. Um, but yeah, that's that's just a big clump of guys for me. So yeah, and then it's kind of like the same with my uh, my top four as well. So let's get into them. The big, yeah. the big kahunas. Yeah, this is kind of this is where we see a tear jump. At least it's a. I think it's a big dr- cliff. I think, I think after, it's a pretty big after one these four guys. Yeah. So at number four, Deshaun Watson. Uh, it's actually tied. We have Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson tied for. Oh, we do. Tied okay. for third, really. Three point five. Yep. Yep. Um, I personally, let me check out where I had. Sorry, I'm switching back here. You had, my you had Watson at three, and I have uh, Watson at four. Okay, so you had Rodgers at three? I had Rodgers at three, yeah. Okay, so we just flip-flopped here. I have yeah. I had Rodgers at four. You know, Deshaun Watson, um, just kind of looking at some of my notes, Pat, I, I don't know what your kind of take on him this year is. Uh, you know, he was QB5 in 2018, 68% completion percentage, 8.2 yards. This is a guy who yards per attempt-wise is going to stretch the field. Now, Will Fuller, if he plays... 14 games. Yeah, even like a good three I mean, quarters of the year. Yeah, 13 games even. These guys are electric. Guys. I think this. I think that could change things. He could be the number one quarterback. Oh, he could be if, like, if, he could, be, he could have plays uh, the entire not season. a Mahomes year, but that spectrum. That up there, yeah, for sure. Accounted for 31 total touchdowns, 26 passing and five rushing. So I would like to see the passing touchdowns come up a little bit. Now, he's going to give you those three, four, five on the ground, I think, every year. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not too scared to, to kind of rein him back with the knee injuries that he's had. Yeah, and I mean, but I think he's still going to run a decent bit. And that's um, the great thing about him is you get him and you're almost guaranteed a great day. Yeah. I mean, he's going to give you the rushing yards. He's giving you that nice, safe floor of the rushing yards. And then whatever he gets on top of that in passing. So, yeah, that is a great thing about him. Now, now this is an offense that they're not going to throw the ball a ton. I have him at 525 attempts this year. Last year, I think that he was just inside the top 15 in pass attempts. Well, yeah, and I was looking at, and uh, they were uh, bottom five in terms of uh, passing uh, percentage. You know, they 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 just this is an offense that likes to run the ball. Like you said, Bill O'Brien's a guy who likes to keep it balanced. Yep. And balanced in this league, truly balanced is is run heavy. So. Um, you know, it's just a, it's an offense. I think is going to end up running the ball a lot more than you think, as a, yeah. as a team. I have them at 429 fantasy points, uh, 44 over 44.50 in passing yards, 35 total touchdowns. I think the uh, the passing touchdowns. I think he hits 30 this year. Um, th- my biggest two questions with Will Fuller or with Will Fuller with with the Texans, and then I'll kick it to you. Um, Will or can Will Fuller and Kiki Kuti, can Kiki Kuti take a step up and can he stay healthy and can yeah. Will Fuller stay healthy is one part of it. The other part of it is will the line hold up. Uh, you know, they drafted, a, uh, I think, a tackle in the first round this year. Um, but, a but, project but their, tackle. Like, yeah, the, but their the line has not been great. The didn't make sense. Like, that was the thing. They have a really bad line and then they, they drafted these guys and signed these guys that are kind of like, like the, this, is a, this is a guy you take if you were shooting for upside – behind an already good line not somebody oh crap i need somebody in there let's take this guy who could be amazing or terrible um yeah so like it's just a, I, it was kind of a weird draft so i didn't care for it but um 
if that line can hold up, it could be still wonders so, for Watson. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's let's loop Aaron Rodgers into this. Why do you have Aaron Rodgers above? Because he's the GOAT. Okay. Because he's the best quarterback in the league. So you think the touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers are going to or going to come? I mean, up he had year. 25 touchdowns right. last year. That's ridiculous. He doesn't do that. He had an amazing year last year. He threw two picks. He yeah. just not. He just they that offense stalled, and he. I think he he lost interest. He he kind of checked out a little bit. Yep. That team was bad. He had a coach he hated. He was just ready for the next season, which you know is not what you want in your quarterback. But um, I think you know with. These second-year receivers have another year under their belt. Um, Devontae Adams is quickly proving to be the number one of the number one receivers in this league, and and, and Rodgers still got it. He still got it. That line is very good. I think that he can go back to his All-Star potential. And you know, from uh, from if I'm if I'm not mistaken, other than last year, he pretty perennially finished in the top two quarterbacks. Basically every year. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. What is the path for Deshaun Watson to overtake Aaron Rodgers in 2019? What's one thing? If we can point to one thing, how does Deshaun Watson jump him? More pass attempts. Okay. Again, they were. That's the thing you get with Aaron Rodgers is, is an offense that is going to throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. They're going to get down into the 20. They're going to throw the ball. They're going to be inside their own 20. They're going to throw the ball. That's just what they do. Yeah. If if Watson could even get half of that, I think he could pass Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. My thing was Will Fuller. Uh, yeah. The line, too. Those yeah. are my, my two question marks are the two things that I think – I don't know about the line. I'm pretty actually skeptical about that offensive line. But I do think that Will Fuller finds a way to stay relatively healthy this year. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just have a gut feeling about it, and I think that's going to help Deshaun Watson kind of take that next step into the top three. Yeah. So, so what if I told you this? What if I gave you that Aaron Rodgers body, that Aaron Rodgers ability, okay, that deep down the field threat, that amazing, amazing, oh, mouth watering offensive line, <laughs> the 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 passing attempts to go along with it. Yeah. And just wrap that all up in a package and say, and gave it to Deshaun Watson. And, and said, here's Andrew Luck. That's what, what I'm saying. Is, and that's why Andrew Luck is, a, is, is my next quarterback. Oh. Because he has all those things that we oh, were just talking oh. about. I, I'm, I was like, what are you getting at? I thought we were still talking about Deshaun Watson, but you you jumped the gun on me and you went to exactly. Andrew Luck there. It's, it's, it's okay. Called, so you have Andrew Luck at two. I have Andrew Luck at two. Okay. Well, I think I, well, we know who you have at one, but yep. tell me about why do you have Andrew Luck at two? Um I, I guess my biggest these, thing here, these, I'll, I'll let you go and then I'll, I'll yeah. kind of talk about these them guys as well. honestly are pretty equal for me. If you could just do one and one, I would do that. I, I don't buy into the, the, the Patrick Mahomes hype. Now I think that offense is, is still built up for him to succeed, but I honestly, I'm going to take Aaron, uh, Andrew Luck. I'm just going to wait and take Andrew Luck. If I'm going to even be taking a quarterback up there. Um, just because of the value, but I think he's got he's 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 an amazing talent. He's already shown that. He's got a, a top underrated wide receiver in T.Y. Hilton. He's got two great tight ends, um, an amazing like best in the league offensive line, and you know he just he's shown that he can do it. And I think that he is going to have another good year this year. I mean I think it's as simple as that. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to give you some numbers why I Andrew Luck is my number one quarterback. Um, and I have Mahomes, obviously Mahomes, you being your one, Mahomes being my two. I have, really quickly on Mahomes, I have the question marks about Tyreek Hill, yeah. as everybody does, right? The touchdowns, I don't see him, I see the touchdowns dropping by 10. I have him at somewhere around 40 or 41, I think. Andrew Luck finished 2018 with the second most to pass attempts in the league, 639. Fourth in total in total points. Wow, I completely butchered my uh, grammar here, but it's besides the point. 400 point, over 400 points, um, you know, 25 points per game. Eric Ebron's still 26 years old. T.Y. Yeah, Hilton's exactly. still 30 years old. Two guys that are going to be integral parts to the offense this year. They add who I think is one of the more dynamic playmakers in this draft. Again, a guy who I didn't think was a complete receiver, but he lands in a great spot, and that's Paris Campbell out of Ohio mm-hmm. State. I think that's going to do wonders for their offense. I'm hoping that those wonders show up in year one. I definitely think they'll show up in year two, but I, I think that Paris Campbell will start to flash some things this season. He's going to have game-breaking plays. That's he what will. He does. I think he will. Yes, I agree. Now, T.Y. Hilton played through a lot of ankle injuries last season. He still had 76 catches, you know, 1,300 yards in, in 14 games. That's what he does. He's, so, always, he's, he's perennially injured. He's going to be yeah. injured next year. It's just how much can he tough it out? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, talked about Paris Campbell a little bit. The offensive line, you know, again, it's going to be one of the best in the league. You know, I think that they're going to have a good rushing attack. Marlon Mack. Um, Naeem Hines, I think, adds a dynamic that they haven't had in Indy in a while in, in the passing game. Now, I, I want to stop by saying that, you know, when I talk about Marlon Mack and a balanced rushing attack, this isn't the best run game in the league, but no. I think it's good enough. And you have, that, an, you have an elite offensive line. You have an elite offensive line and you have an elite quarterback. I think this running game and this the talent that they have in the backfield is good enough. It's fine. Yes. So I think that just helps Andrew Luck that much more. Get this. Four... The first four games of the season for the Colts, okay? No, I'm sorry, not the first four games of the season, but four of the Colts um, out of division opponents, okay, this year. The Saints, the Bucks, the Chiefs, and the Chargers. So they're playing the NFC South, the AFC West. Those four teams were the top four teams in terms of points per game allowed to quarterbacks this yeah, season. Yeah, sounds like sounds like a feast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So this is again a, a big reason why Andrew Luck's my number one quarterback. I think he's got a favorable schedule. I think he's still in the he's definitely still in the prime of his career. He's over the shoulder injury. He's 29 years old. He's still got all the weapons in the world. Maybe some of the best weapons he has had in a long time. They bring in Devin Funches, who I don't think is a terrible receiver. Um, you know, they they kind of I think that they're going to have more answers to the number two outside of T.Y. Hilton that they've had in the past is my I point agree. there. Um, and then, look, another thing, too, with Andrew Luck, and we talk about rushing touchdowns, this is a big reason why – I shouldn't say a big reason why, but a supplementary reason why I have him over Mahomes. So zero rushing touchdowns last season for Andrew Luck. He had 14 rushing touchdowns in his first five seasons. So I think there's going to be some positive – regression there he's going to have a couple of rushing touchdowns yeah. so i think you're going to get another 12 to 18 points out of luck just on the ground um so yeah I, all that comes to 479 fantasy points for me 
I have him at just under 46.50 in total in total passing yards. The big thing for me this year with Andrew Luck, 45 total touchdowns. I think he's going to have a monster season in the touchdown department. Um, 42 passing, three rushing. Yeah, and, I mean, he can uh, easily do that. I have him ahead of Mahomes by just six points. So yeah, that's how I mean, close it is for yeah, me, too. Yeah, I mean, like I said, these guys are almost like another mini tier above yeah. Aaron Rodgers and, yep. and Deshaun Watson. Um, I like them that much more. And again, like I said, if I could eat, put them in both at one, I would. Uh, I just put Mahomes up there. Because I think that he's while he does regress, he doesn't regress to the point where um, he's you know not a top two option. Yeah, I agree there. Um, because I, I my thing with Mahomes, Pat is I saw enough last year to tell me this guy's great. a transcendent yeah, talent, he and great. that's what does it for me. He says mm-hmm. he's a talent, and he's playing with Andy Reid. Yeah, they're gonna find ways to score, mm-hmm. and they're gonna find ways to get him the yards and the points and fantasy production that we all want. Do so I, yeah. do I, I don't see him falling outside of that. Do I worry about his weapons? Yes, but Andy Reid is a smart yeah. enough guy to figure out figure out ways to make that offense hum he did it last year yep. he's going to continue to do it with Mahomes who's an elite talent in that as in that offense I, I see him on a level with Andrew Luck uh, you know in terms of that you know next upcoming budding star like the next Andrew Luck I guess yeah Andrew Luck was always that guy we're saying okay he's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers yeah uh, and, and, and Mahomes, Mahomes is, that, is going is to be that guy that, or look, that, it looks that, like that guy he passed the torch to over to Mahomes. Well, and here's the other thing with the Chiefs too. Let's we're going to wrap up this podcast at this point. I'm going to go through a, a quick um, recap of our top 12 quarterback rankings. How many games is Tyreek Hill going to miss now? Now this this whole investigation, the outside investigation, is behind us. They they're not looking into it anymore. The NFL is currently looking into the situation. It's looking like it's just going to be a suspension handed down by Roger Goodell at this point. Is it four games? Because if it's if it's four games, that, it could oh. be less. It could be more. I, I don't know. But I'm just going to say four games, right, just to be conservative. I still I think that safely puts yeah. Patrick Mahomes in the top two or three. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, either way, he's in the top two or three. Yeah. Um, but I think that would solidify him as my yeah. number. That would solidify him as my number one quarterback yeah. if Tyreek Hill was only out four games. Yep. Um, it would make me cry a little bit as a the uh, Miko Harbin owner in our dynasty. Um, but uh, you know, I'm kind of resting between six and eight games right now. I think would be what he's going to get. But if it's four, like even with eight, like that's going to be a nice comeback for yeah. the, your 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 fantasy playoffs. Um, when a couple, you get uh, two quick stats. For Mahomes last year, I this was incredible to me. Um, seventy-five passes over twenty yards. Second was Jared Goff with sixty-nine, so it was kind of close, but still, seventy-five passes of over twenty yards. Um, yeah, nearly twenty-four percent of Mahomes's completions were over twenty yards downfield. So a quarter, one fourth of Mahomes's completions were. Over He's 20 a gunslinger, yards. man. You see that arm? It just, yeah. he just, he, it's unreal. Yeah, he's he's got it. Just it just got a cannon. It just yep. it it's on a line. It's just insanity. Yeah, you look and they're just burn marks in guys' gloves. <laughs> well, his dad was a di- big league pitcher. Yeah, I mean he was um, going to be a pitcher. Yeah, and he was going to be a pitcher. So yeah, I mean the guy's just incredible. So that's my biggest thing. Did he play? Did he play short or he was he a pitcher? No, I think he pitched. Okay. I think he pitched. Um, but again, it's Either just way. the talent. Yeah, I don't think he can regress with that kind of talent that much so he's gonna regress a little bit he ain't throwing another 49 50 touchdowns no. but 
He's, he'll probably, I mean, I'd easily see him around 45. Agree. Um, okay, so top 12. We had Jared Goff and Cam Newton tied at 12. Ben Roethlisberger at 11. Kirk Cousins at 10. Baker Mayfield at 9. Matt Ryan at 8. Carson Wentz at 7. Russell Wilson at 6. Drew Brees at 5. Deshaun Watson at 4. Aaron Rodgers at 3. Andrew Luck at 2. And Pat Mahomes repeating as the number one quarterback in fantasy at number one. And that's all we have for this one. So thanks for listening to the podcast. And we are going to be doing more rankings releases. We're going to have our tight ends rankings release next. So look out for that. Find the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Follow, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we'll talk to you next time on Pat the Stats. Have a good one. Bye-bye.